Today's podcast is going to be a bit of a hybrid, if you will. If we took the idea of you wanting to be organized and balanced and all that good stuff, and at the same time, you feel mentally, emotionally meh, or even bleh, like really not good. And then you're like, so how am I supposed to get from point A to point B? We got you. Inside the podcast, we're going to tell you the tips we have for where to start if you feel kind of at the bottom. Hello, Sama alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, and I haven't said it in a while. Welcome, welcome to all of our new followers. We have had so many. We've kind of had a bit of a, um, I'm so scared to say the word explosion as a Muslim, but a, a large amount of people start to follow us. Alhamdulillah on the podcast, on Instagram. So happy to have you here. Getting you um, help on getting yourself together in all areas of Muslim life. We've actually had a lot of guys join the podcast. was not my intention, but Qadr of Allah for whatever reason, guys, you're listening. So shout out to the guys who are listening <laughs> without me intending to do that. So Alhamdulillah. No, a lot of what we do here actually applies to men and women, but I do um, speak to women in terms of like the twist on it because it is stuff that we deal with and some is particularly for us alone. But at the end of the day, either way, today's podcast is all about helping you get to a better place when you don't necessarily feel like you're in a good enough place to get to a better place. Does that, does that make sense? I know it makes sense to some of you for sure. So at the end of the day, what we're going to do today is we're going to go into some kind of like life hack tips when you get to that place, how to pull yourself out without being too overwhelmed, like without going too crazy here, just some genuine things that really, really help. And what I will say to that also is I haven't given a shout out in a long time. So just a shout out to, um, let me see here, Josira. Josira, thank you so much for your sweet words. You've been DMing me about how much you've been loving the podcast and like using the tips and applying them and they've been working for you. And I really, really just want to give her a shout out because a lot of women do reach out to me and a lot of people leave me Apple podcast reviews. If you have not ever left us one and have been benefiting us, we would love if you would leave us a review. Why do we ask for one? Because most people are too busy. You kind of have to remind them. And also because women don't know it's good until they hear other women say it and when they see more reviews they on this is a place I can stop and get help this is a real place because there's a lot of fake places on the internet let's just keep it real right so just doing that is really really helpful so today inshallah we're going to be covering it's kind of how to get your life together right and we want to make sure that we can think about the fact that um you know learning as an adult how to pick ourselves up. We don't have our mom there. Maybe you never had your mom there. You know, maybe you don't have people, a network of support. You don't have friends rallying around you. How are you going to pull yourself up when you know you got to get it going, get it moving, but you just don't feel good enough? And that's what we're going to do today. Um, so alhamdulillah, and this is kind of like a confidence booster, a way to get you on track, back on track and all that good stuff. So we're going to dive straight into that. Right before I do, I'm going to give you a big announcement. What's today? I think it's like if it's releasing on a Monday, um, this is going to be the very last session that we do with the Qari Yahya Rabbi. You guys know we have Thrive 14 days free to get inside and you will catch his session. You can also poke around and be nosy and see what we do behind the scenes and what we do in our um, global sisterhood community. And secret, secret, little, little, little wink, wink over here. Thrive is about to have a huge change. When I say huge, I'm talking like Netflix huge, like really interestingly, I can't tell you yet, 
but you're going to, you're going to like it. I, I have the feeling. And the reason I know I li- you're going to like this because I've asked all of you your opinion and I wrote it down and then I built what you asked for. So inshallah, visit that'll that be coming up soon. Secret release happening in January. Excited. But yeah, Stead Yahya Rabbi's in there. You can get in for free. You can get your heart softening, beautiful recitation from him. And again, Sunna Campus, we're working with them. If you're in that last session, we are giving away an entire full semester to the winner tomorrow. Of, we're just going to pick a, pick a sister to for fiqh, uh, 40 hadith, and I think they're doing something else with the Sira. Um, um, beautiful, beautiful package from Sunnah Campus. They're um, an educational Islamic company from the UK. And they have really, really premium um, mashaykh and qaris like Ustad Yahya Rabbi um, and many others. And so, inshallah, we're going to give away one of those. We might even give another one away on Instagram. Keep posted. All right, let's dive in. Hack number one about getting yourself together. And this is going to be one that's going to Maybe sting a little, but I need to say it because it's affecting us and we don't even know it maybe. Stop letting other people decide how together you are. Um, How do we help other people think we have our life together? We have to start to feel it ourselves, right? And the first really big way to do this is to stop letting other people think that they decide whether or not our life is together. And it's really easy for us to rely on the opinions of others. You know, what your mom thinks about you. You've been disorganized since you were whatever, or she's, you know, not giving you the nod of approval for recent life decisions you've been making, or she's constantly, you know, maybe it's your aunt, maybe it's your dad, maybe it's your husband, maybe it's your, like at the end of the day, we have to give everybody their haq, their Islamic rights, right? in terms of what those are. But sometimes we go over the top, not realizing it. Sometimes we we take this idea of listening to other people who are important in our life and making their entire opinion our understanding of who we are. And that's super dangerous and that is very different and not necessarily Islamically aligned. You guys get me? And so if someone doesn't give us a gold star, all right, that doesn't mean we're not up to par. That doesn't mean, you know, we're not as good as we think we are. People obviously show the best things that are happening to them. But then you do have those friends who tell you all the terrible things. And so you're pretty clear they don't have their life together. But they might, you know, um, just like a little extra attention. At the end of the day, what I want you to understand is that we can't judge anybody on social media anyone. You can't judge me. I can't judge you because we don't actually know what happens when we close the phone, right? That's really important. Um, and a lot of the Sahaba in the time of Rasulullah they were always phased by the time Rasulullah would say, oh, this one, he's going to Jannah. And they would look at him and say, what is so special about him? But they didn't know. He would be up all night praying tahajjud or they didn't know. He would be forgiving people very easily in his heart before he went to sleep at night. You know, we, we don't know what happens when all the cameras are off and, and the mics are off. So let's just understand that people don't know you either. They don't understand what you're going through. So taking their opinions has to happen with a grain of salt because they don't see the full picture of who you are. So not letting that affect you too much is my life hack number one, because if you don't get a grip on that, mentally, you're just kind of going to stay in a low place. Does that make sense? Number two, this is really important. If I could be honest, you need to make time for yourself. There are some women here going, gee, that sounds like a luxury. No, I mean it. Like where there's a will, there's a way. And I had to do it myself too. If it means waking up early, if it means staying up late, as long as you don't miss the prayers. You just have to find some time for yourself. Feel like you have your life together. Show that you have your life together by making time for yourself. You don't make time for yourself. You don't have a life. There's just really, if you can't find 10 minutes alone with yourself, 
goodness, what a horrible life that is. Can we just be honest? Hopefully 60 minutes for me is like, woo, I feel like I just went on a mini vacation. If you don't have time for yourself, you don't have a life. Let's just be honest. You, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, tadabbar, tadabbar. How can you look at the stars and marvel? How can you look at the tree if you're never having a moment of silence? If your phone is like an extension of your arm, put the phone down. After this podcast, obviously. <laughs> I'm just joking. You know what I mean? Like you have to find time to put the, put the phone down. Go outside. Leave it inside. No one's going to die. I remember back in the day, because yes, I'm this old and I'm about to date myself. Oh my goodness. Um, we used to use beepers. Yeah. Does anybody know what a beeper is? I have somebody who's around my age going, yeah, yeah. We didn't have texting, right? So we would, be, and we would beep. We would actually use the numbers. Does anybody remember that? Upside down to spell hello. Yeah. This is, we're going back here for a minute, people. So anyway. We would um, we would have to do a beeper and then people have to beep us and then we'd have to find a payphone and we'd have, yeah, because people still use payphones then, and then we would have to call the person back. And sometimes you wouldn't have a beeper because people didn't necessarily have cell phones at first. See, here's the thing. The majority of life, people didn't have cell phones. If you look at all of humanity for thousands of, ten thousands of years, people didn't have cell phones and yet we reproduced, we survived, we went on, we had grand civilizations, we had huge empires without cell phones. I know, somebody was just saying the other day, you know, we're so dependent on social media, on email reminders, text reminders, like, oh, good thing you sent me an email reminder, I would have forgotten. Somebody was saying the other day, um, Martin Luther King Jr., right? And everybody knows how this happened, the big march on Washington. I think they said like half a million people, I could be wrong, but it was at least half a million people, could be more, um, ended up showing on the same day in Washington Square Park or wherever it was. I can't remember. Gosh, my, my, my brain. This is something I haven't studied since probably fifth grade. But you get me. He rallied everyone there without a Twitter, without a Twitter reminder, without a, a text, an email. Nobody got like a mass flyer. Nope. They all just showed up. You know why? Because when people are passionate about something and it means a lot, they just show up. And so part of your life is like, you might've lost your passion. You might've lost your fire inside of you. And you can't figure out what that fire is if you don't sit alone with yourself for five to 10 minutes, like a day. Like, make this time. You got to connect with you. That's why we're not connecting with Allah. We're not even connecting with ourselves. We got to just make the moments. And if we don't have those, I just want to reiterate what a sad life we're living. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pour salt in the wound. I just need to talk about it for a second. Because as women, we just don't, don't do this. It's not a happy life if you can't connect with yourself and your creator. And if you're horrible and feeling horrible, then we really need to look at maybe that that's very much connected to why. You guys get me? Okay. I'm going to leave that one alone. Move on. To life hack number three, which is go on a date with yourself. You know, one thing my husband and I, we have an agreement about is like when we both need a break, we tell the other one we need a break. We don't just mean a five minute break, a 10 minute break. We mean like we need to get in the car and drive somewhere because we need to do something for ourselves. We're feeling like we're in the hamster loop. It could be with the kids. It could be because of work or because something stressful is happening in our life right then. We have that open communication. And a lot of you guys know, and I don't, um, you know, talk about my own marriage too much because I think those things are not meant to be public, but whenever they're relevant and they're helpful, I always give little tips, right? So what I would say for my husband and I, we have these regular things that we do to keep ourselves connected to each other and mentally well and all that stuff. Like we go to the gym at 4 p.m. 
every day. Now there are two days usually out the week where I tell him, look, I'm, I'm in mom mode, wife mode. There's, I can't get to all the laundry or all the cooking or something. So I got to like tap out and he knows that, but we, still work it out. But it's like that partner thing that we do. And when it comes to me feeling overwhelmed or him feeling overwhelmed, we have this communication where we come to each other and we say, hey, you know, like it's it's one of those days. I just, I need to go take care of myself. I need to go sit and do nothing. The kids are just a bit much today, whatever it is and just whatever. And I look at him and I just give him the face and he's like, go. And I and he does the same thing to me. And we do that to each other. We don't do it all the time, but we do it whenever we need. And it's that understanding between spouses. And a lot of people say, well, you know, that would be great. My husband doesn't do that for me. If your husband doesn't do that for you, that's fine. There could be another arrangement that you have. It could be with your mom or your girlfriend, somebody else who can do it. But my point is you have to find a date with yourself. What I usually do is I go to like a little um, cute, like aesthetically pleasing cafe because that's my thing. And then I go and um, I just go get like a nice coffee and I bring like a journal and a pen and I just go at it, right? Um, If I feel really like it's around dinner time anyway, (laughs) kind of make sure they have what they need and I go, I'll just go to like literally a Korean restaurant. You know, they have, uh, they have like what they call a sundubujiga and that's what I love to eat. It's like a... Uh, sundubu is like a soup in Korean and uh, jiga is like, like I do like a seafood soup so like and they have like it's all halal and whatever so we go there and, and I go with myself excuse me, me myself and I and I just take out like my book or something and I read and I just sit with myself and I have a nice warm cozy bowl of super noodles like it's really really cozy for myself and I feel like you know I'm good I had a little moment to myself I pack up and I go back home and I'm back in the game so however you can do it like it is totally human and natural. You can make these agreements, arrangements with family members, friends. Don't feel guilty about that. And you do it for them too. My, like my sister or something, you, you take my kids, I'll take yours. Like let's make each other's lives easy and you do the best you can. Um, number four is consume, limit your consumption of social media. If you're in these moments of low, these lulls of your life, they are not the time to look at how great everybody else's life is. We all know what that is going to do for us. We know it and yet we still do it. We think we're going to miss out, right? Okay. I'm going to date myself right now. Are you ready? I used to have something back in the day before we had cell phones and some women are going to connect with me on this right now called beepers, right? It's okay to put your phone down. You don't got to carry your phone with you everywhere you go. Your phone has now become almost like an extension of your arm for many of us, right? Just like put it down. Back in the day, we had beepers, which means nobody could reach us by phone because there were no cell phones. Yes, that's how I am. So there were no cell phones. And so I had the beeper and even, you know, people will laugh that know what I'm talking about. We used to, we used to, you couldn't text with beepers. Okay. They just beep, but you could take the numbers and write them upside down and write things like, hello, with like the number four and three and seven, seven, zero. And it was just like, you know, it's just crazy things we do. But at the end of the day, my point is, I want you to think of how many civilizations, societies never Never had a problem with not having a cell phone. We seem to think that it's really important. So put things down on social media. Like do less of that right now. Do more of you. There's got to be these points in our life where we just have to just tap out for a moment. Not And people always like, I'm going to tell you something about me. Some people um, tell me about stuff 
somebody mentioned you on TikTok, somebody said something about you on Instagram or YouTube, you know, this really famous person, you know, sometimes I had famous YouTubers and I'm just like, oh, I wouldn't even know because I'm kind of like, you know, like the hedgehog or what's that? I don't know. It's like the grass, it was the groundhog. Like they're in the little hole and then they pop out and they look around. Like, I feel like that's me. I'm like, I'm head down in the game. Like I have my passion and my purpose and I'm going strong. And I, every once in a while I'll look up and I'll look around and be like, Oh, that's on the news right now. Oh, that's a famous person. Didn't even know that. I have no idea. And I'm not feeling bad about it. Like I have so much rich things, so many rich things in my life that make me feel good. That social media is just an icing on the cake. Even though I'm all over social media, I'm not all over social media, if that makes sense. You know, I have people that help me to make sure we get our stuff up to help you guys out, but there is no way something that I consume most of my life, I'm hardly on social media. So that's how I stay mentally sane. So <laughs> I suggest you find a better balance for yourself, maybe if you're consuming too much. Um, last tip or two, maybe I'll give you two more, is outer order is inner calm. So what I notice is that when everything is crazy in my house, piles of dishes, laundry, papers everywhere, because you get to those points where things pile up and like, you know, you have to, that's when I'm mentally like, oh, right, you feel horrible. How can you feel mentally well when you're sitting in just like the procrastination mess, right? And so I've have that less and less happen in my life now because as soon as I notice things start to pile, I catch myself and I'm like, all right, I know this is what, I'm very honest with myself. I know this is going to make me have a mental downward spiral. I'm going to deal with this right now. I call my friend, sorry, I can't come right now. I call this thing, sorry, I can't do that. I put stuff on pause with my team. I'm like, and I just go clean, have a, open the Quran on my computer or the phone or a really good lecture, blast it in the house to get in the zone of productivity and a law, and I just go at it and I start cleaning it up. And usually I have no motivation to clean at all, but I'm forcing myself. But once I get into it and then I get in the vibe, like the rest of it kind of happens. But it's like that initial like forcing and I get it. So usually I do that by setting the mood, like I said, by blasting. Quran makes me feel really productive. I don't know why if you have a really beautiful quality, it just touches your heart and it makes you want to do things for Allah. And Allah says, that cleanliness is half our dean. So I have that in the back of my mind going like, how could I allow this to be like this? This is a lot like me not appreciating his gifts. They're all over the place. Like this is just haram. Let me just get to this. So as soon as I start to notice that happening, I just dive right in. So that outer clean, like as soon as I get it, inner calm. Like I could feel so much mentally better. Like the weight is lifted because I feel like I have a space I can think now. If you Do you guys, how, how many of you know what I'm saying, right? So that is my other tip. If you're feeling that way, you might have things piling up, getting those together. Even if it's one room, sis, like don't even do the whole house. Just be like, today I'm gonna do my desk so I could sit at it and feel like, oh, you know, just one thing. But if you could get in the vibe and do as many things as you can, even better. Um, Next to last tip or pretty much last tip is don't respond to things immediately. When you're in a really bad mental space, the worst thing you could do is somebody texts you something super like rah, and then you respond like rah, and then all of a sudden the relationship is strained and that's another stress. And so just like take a moment, something happens, something happens to you that is just like really not nice. Take a moment before you respond. We do a lot of this in our um, school, we teach on stuff on emotions, and I'm not going to have time to get into it now. But what I would say is when you really, really react immediately, it doesn't do anything good for you. And rushing is only from shitlon, 
okay? I have to keep reminding myself this. Nothing is immediately urgent to the point of rushing. You're not even supposed to run to Salah. Did you know that? You're not even supposed to run if you're late for the Jummah prayer. You're supposed to walk briskly with dhikr, but you're not supposed to run like, oh my gosh, gonna miss Jummah prayer. Like you're not even supposed to do that. It's not encouraged in our deen whatsoever. And likewise with the responding to people, just take a moment, five minutes, breathe, make dhikr before you respond, maybe an hour, calm yourself down, come back, with a better word choice selection, right? You know what I'm saying, right? Because otherwise it's just gonna be like stuff you regret later. And um, bonus tip, not in this, but when we feel really bad about ourselves and we kind of feel like we're not on our A game, we do a lot of apologizing. Some people just naturally apologize too much, but all I would say is stop saying you're sorry. Just stop. Like we do it too much. We over apologize just to fill this void or space of, of just like awkwardness or whatever, or feeling like we're not enough and the other person sees through us. Like, no, just leave it alone. It's really not necessary. Having obligations to other people and doing your obligations and fulfilling them Islamically is one thing. Definitely, definitely do that. But feeling like you are overly obligated to the point of letting them know the every reason why you are not on your A game, no not their business. You don't have to go there and it's not important for everybody to know everything you're thinking and feeling. Also, just choose what makes sense for you. Don't just overly share or overly apologize because there's this weird, awkward silence. It's okay. It's part of life. If you're a mama five like I am, and I'm talking to you all about time and finding time for yourself, and then you're trying to record podcasts, you can hide in the corners of the earth and your children will find you. The majority of time, right before I'm done to end a podcast, I have children bust into the door because that is what they do. Even if I put a sign, even if I say, mommy just needs 10 minutes, it doesn't matter. Moms out there know what I'm saying. The only place moms can really hide confidently sometimes is the bathroom. You'll still see little fingers under the door. You'll still see mayhem happening and hear it outside the door. I mean, and like, like life moms change. We need you. You know, just like, let me just be alone in the bathroom for five minutes because even if you want to wash your face, brush your teeth or anything else, like take a shower, like no one's letting you do anything. So yeah, I have those moments all the time in the podcast and I keep them real and I don't delete them. So I just had a child bust in the door. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring you to a place of appreciation and love and finding your passion and finding your motivation and finding what excites you and lights a fire in your belly to the point of just servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but also just this incredible happiness in your own life, in your own existence. Don't forget to find this time for yourself, sis. Don't rush to what everybody's opinions are of you and to rush to responding to them. Slow down. The world can wait. They did it years back. Like I said, when they had no cell phones, even before the beepers. And alhamdulillah, it's going to be okay. If you need someone to talk to, I'm here. We have 15-minute free calls. We have 45-minute calls. I'm just going to do my one-time apology because everybody's going to text me anyway and say, why do you invite us to free calls? And there's not that many because I can't control. It's a first-come, first-served basis, and I can't control everybody diving in and putting their name on the list. So if you can't find one, we always have 45-minute ones too. Whatever works, it's on our website, www.mindful-muslim.com. We have free, uh, I don't know, PDFs you could download. We have free classes like emotions ones. We have consultation calls you can get on in there. Love to connect with you guys. I will see you in the next podcast. Um, don't forget, Ustad Yahya Rabbi is on the 20th, the last one. You can get in with Thrive, and I will see you in there as well. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.